0: You're listening to the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance and a whole lot of Crisco, of course.
1: Welcome to the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A Love. <laughs> What's up, girl? Hey, everybody, I'm sick. You sound sick. I'm dying. Why we're, like, talking remotely? Not in person.
0: Because <laughs> Aaron th- was like, don't bring those germs in my house. And I was like, bitch.
1: <laughs> I don't have germs. No, me neither. I'm clean as a whistle.
0: I mean, if Juby didn't get it yet, then I don't have real germs, right? Um, I Juby guess. Was, be shaking her head. She's also with us in spirit here on this podcast. (laughs) Hi, in spirit. (laughs) That was a ghost slash werewolf thing that she just decided to do.
1: (laughs) So I was thinking today, because like winter holidays is bullshit for a lot of people. I went to the doctors to get my second Gardasil injection for... HPV
0: <laughs> You you still got your Gardasil injections?
1: No because when I went to get them before they were like you're too old and like now they have changed like the regulations or whatever recommendations. So now you they're like Too
0: old? That's bullshit. Yeah.
1: So now they're like go get it. And I'm like all right, so I'm getting it. And on my way out, my doctor She was like, she didn't say happy holidays, she said good luck, or she said something like good luck with the holidays, or something like that. Something to the effect of, like, just giving a nod that the holidays aren't always, like, the most super joyous time for, like, everybody, just because everybody... Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You know, it's nice
0: when people understand, like, the holidays aren't, like, super easy. Like, when people are, like, you know... Hope you have a decent holiday. Make it through okay. You know, it's like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) It was something
1: like that. And, you know, it's a queer clinic. So, like, she was, like, recognizing that, like, it's not all roses for everybody, especially, like, the people that they, you know, tend to contact have, like, a lot of shit Uh problems with the holidays.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the holidays are only good if you have extremely, like, decent goings-on, you know? Like, I mean... If your life is fucked up in any way, you're not going to have a good holiday.
1: Well, and you know, that kind of led me to thinking, like, we do that rah-rah, embrace individuality, uniqueness, be your own person stuff all the time. But I don't know if we always talk about the actual social consequences that you actually get for, like defying that status quo normative behavior in this world that there is there is a real intangible consequence that many people experience because of that whether it be being shut out by your family or not getting the best jobs or not getting any job at all or like not being able to find a date or you know any any of those numerous like ways that we pay for actually being our own people in the world and actually saying, I'm going to just be me. I'm not going to give a fuck what the rules are so much, you know, about how I'm supposed to act, what success is supposed to look like for everybody else. Right. We have talked many times about how you being you does make it difficult for a lot of like things that you should be suited for, and people should be super, you know, reaching out to you because you're good at it. But, like, when you come with this kind of thing that says, you know, I'm not going to be who you want me to be in any given situation. I can only be myself. That that does take away opportunities, you know? Right, right. Because I'm
0: unapologetically myself. I can't work in a workplace anymore, ever again. Or, like, you know. Right. Do lots of things that other people can do, I guess. (laughs) I'm not allowed to work around children, for example, you know, stupid (laughs) shit like that, which I'm fucking amazing with children. So it's like (laughs) that's just like a perfect example, like as if your kids would ever fucking know what my job is outside of what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like and because of that, I lose out on that opportunity, but also like others lose out on the opportunity as well, you know.
1: Well, and I don't think I don't think people really understand that these these social norms are still pretty like alive and kicking. Like you can go somewhere with long hair or a tattoo and have them just totally disregard any of your actual worth based on these kind of stupid, irrelevant, superficial kind of things you know well
0: and it's and we forget that it's a real thing because we still live in this bubble of like oh it well in the twitter sphere we would drag somebody for something stupid like that right and it's like well we don't live in that we live in the real world and the real world doesn't reflect perfectly with like what our this little bubble that we live in looks like it doesn't look like that when we actually get out into the real world and we're not as protected as we think we are no matter what the thing that it makes us different might be you know what i mean Right. I remember sitting down at, you know, conversations in my nine to five job where once I was a member of like management, if you will. And I had to have really serious conversations like which person are we going to get rid of? And it, did, it was never based on like their work or merit. It was always based on like, well, who wouldn't sue us? <laughs> right. Right. And it's just like, that's not right. like it's just it was just so fucked up the way that the world actually worked versus like, you know, what kind of utopian peninsula we've all put ourselves on you know what I mean that's not right. what it actually looks
1: like and and a lot of people will say you know I remember this my whole life like get in line for the things you have to get in line for but you know the the punishment the, you're punished either way, right? You're punished by having to play pretend or be somebody you're not, or dress in ways that like you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, right. or you know the the kind of repercussion is to be like not true to yourself, right? Like I I, I don't want to play ball for the sake of playing, like things will never change if we all keep playing ball. But it did right. dawn on me that like a lot of our brothers and sisters are going through like some level of like heat and taking heat for this uniqueness that, yes, in the social media world and all these platforms, everybody is applauding and thrilled with, be you, be yourself, you know? It's so beautiful. You know, queer is beautiful. This is beautiful. Female is beautiful. And, yeah, sure, there's a critique out there, but like being those people, those individuals, like... You know, it we, hasn't
0: it doesn't make it any easier just because we do have a place yeah. that we can go to to kind of like you know put it put aside our frustration. It, it doesn't make it easier in the real world when we get when we come down to the actual you know IRL of it right And it's really sad.
1: And like, you know, I was, I was thinking, you know, everybody, you know, always hear this thing, like having a job as a privilege, you know, and I've always diced that up. Politically. Fuck you. They stole all the jobs. It's not a privilege. <laughs> like, you should be giving me the job that you fucking stole when you decided to be a quote unquote job creator. But like th- those punishments for people also do have economic consequences. Being looked over for things that you're more than qualified for, you know, not getting jobs that you would have hoped to have gotten, but they didn't pick you for one reason or another. And I was thinking, you know, we joke about it, but like the real reality is there. there's a lot of suffering. You know, I, I talk to people and I see them and I'm like, Gosh, this person's a beautiful person. Can I ever imagine them in a fucking nine to five office job? No, it would be the most fucking depressing thing I ever had to like, you know, think about for that person. Cause they're they have joys unto themselves, they have talents unto themselves, but because of the way our our world and society is, they can't live off of that. And then, what do we do? We just take them, and we like co- try to get them to conform or shame them for not conforming until they conform, and the the light goes out in their fucking personality and their life, you know, and right and I mean, it's a perfect example of if you look at if you look back at our friendship, we
0: met when I was still in college. Yes, I worked forty hours a week, but I also was able to stimulate my breed forty hours a week, too, with with full-time school. And as soon as I decided to, moved to New York and trade in uh, obviously graduate and then like trade in like any kind of extracurricular for being hireable and not having anybody find me talking dirty online. You know, I lost a huge part of my person. I the light went out in my eyes. You know what I mean? You and I's friendship dwindled. I was not a friend to anybody. I was the only a friend to the people I worked around because that's all that mattered to me is my job. And it, I didn't do anything good for the world. Sure, I helped people in my environment as best as I could, and I tried to empower people. But I didn't help the world, right. per se. You know, I wasn't doing anything for like the common good of the world. I was just literally putting aside who I was in exchange for having this corporate position.
1: Right. And look, I've said it before, you know, it's, it's great if you do what you love in the world, like fuck. Yeah. You know, Right,
0: like if you're awesome. a lawyer or you're a teacher and you know that you can't also on the side, have a many vids. Okay. I get it. That's yeah. a sacrifice. But if that's your, if your first love is teaching and your first love is being a lawyer, then I understand that Yeah, of course you're going to have sacrifices, but if you can't do your first love without everything in the world being sacrificed along with it, that's not fair.
1: Well, and I mean, these jobs, like, how do they get to own so much of us? You know, they get us for 40 hours a week and then their reach out into who we are as people gets more and more expanded and expanded. You know, don't do drugs. I mean, like, OK, fine. But what the fuck am I supposed to do to cope with the 40 hours of my life I give away to you? Right. You know, if you don't like this. Do this. Do what? Like, again, you're really fucking I. Have no fucking hate for you if you happen to have a job that you fucking love. Amen. I mean, that's great, but I don't, there's not enough of those to go around for everybody and to match everybody's, you know, loves and interests, unfortunately. Right. Going, And, you know, minus the obstacles of even being able to get that job to begin with between background checks and credit ratings and fucking one of the things I saw, I have to agree to a physical before they let me start work, you know, and you'll have some people be like, well, you know, they want to make sure, you know, they're not investing in like, and what? So if I'm fucking sick or dying, I'm just supposed to fucking die. I don't deserve a job because I happen to fucking roll the fucking dice wrong. Whoa. Yeah, that, you because know. of health insurance, premiums, baby. <laughs> it can't. all comes down to like
0: the top three things that are running this country. You know what I mean? And one of them is health insurance and just the healthcare world industry in general. And unfortunately you are a cog in that system. And it, like, that's the, the sad part of it is that at the end of the day, jobs don't care about you because it's all about how much they have to insure their job. <laughs> it's yeah, insane. No, no
1: doubt. I mean, and so like, look, you know, there are people who go into these office environments or whatever the job, and, uh, you know, maybe some people find community there or something to get them through the job with a little less pain and anguish. And I, I've had good work environments like that, you know, a couple times. But in general, if you're female or queer or of color, you really like find yourselves having a very small pickings of, of people to relate to, you know, I always like listen to the sheer number of conversations about spouses, heterosexual spouses and children. It it happens like 95% of the day. And I cannot, like...
0: Well, and things like things that then happen because of that that are more minor but still end up really hurting you are things like even the person next to you doesn't respect you because you don't have a kid to go home to. So (laughs) you get to work the extra two hours. They could never work
1: the extra two hours. They
0: have to go pick up little Shelly at the fucking daycare. You know what I mean?
1: Or if they, they just don't have anything else to talk to you about. You know? And, like... I find that sad that we've like dehumanized so much at work. I don't doubt everybody like that. There's plenty of people that are like fully loving, caring people to their friends and family, and you know treat their bus driver nicely and all that shit. But like the whole work environment has created such a dehumanizing experience in general that there like there's nothing natural to it, and like. Everybody is faking it. Right, it's very robotic. Like, oh, how is your wife? How is your husband? How Don't do we you have, have
0: fun ha- at, at the soccer game?
1: You know, I, I, <laughs> right, exactly. I see people, like, watch these movies like Gattaca and whatever and, like, these just kind of dystopian future movies. And, like, I'm like, oh, my God, wouldn't that be awful? I was like, how is that not fucking the reality of the, a lot of this shit now? Right. You know? you give fingerprints to fucking scan in your time card in a lot of these places now. What the hell is that, you know? <laughs> like, that ain't all different from the future of, like, the the corporation controlling everybody's lives or whatnot, you know? Not to be dystopian as fuck, but look.
0: <laughs> and on this week's episode of The Screw with Aaron... <laughs> but, like,
1: like, here's the thing. Like, I have a purpose with this. I just mean... We're about to approach the holidays and it's rough. If if you don't fucking fit the mold. It's fucking rough. I don't care if you're like that awkward nephew or cousin with the fucking nose ring and the rest of your family look like a bunch of fucking Howdy Doody dolls. Like, (laughs) like from whatever variants you've chosen to bounce and deviate from the fucking norm, I know you're getting some fucking social punishment for it. Like, either like that passive-aggressive shit or like the snide remarks, or like full on obviously fucking racist, fucking homophobic, fucking like sexist bullshit we know is happening around every goddamn dinner table during this time of year. Um, <laughs> we we need to reach out and hug one another big time is my fucking hippy dippy plea because I know we're losing people. I know I know depression is grabbing people and strangling the fuck out of them. Another then- thing
0: that I wanted to bring up is, like, I my friend, our friend, you met um, him the other, not the other day, a couple of weeks ago in New Orleans. I'm like, what day is it? I'm so out of it right now. But um, he brought up on his Facebook today how, like, if you choose to, like, Not have a relationship with a member of the family. If you're in that family or you're that person's friend, don't fucking talk to them like they're the devil because they chose to get out of somebody's life. You don't know why, and you—it's not your fucking business to begin with. And even if you do know why, you don't respect it. That's on them. Don't give anybody extra shit just because they choose not to like associate with a person in their family. That's so fucked up. I lost an entire side of my family. The Mm. entire Italian side of my family is entirely gone to me. They are dead to me, aside from like three people because I will not speak to my father and it's been a decade and I had to literally see my fucking aunt on her deathbed because of it, because she literally erased me from her life, sent me a box of all of our fucking memories. The woman raised me and right. she literally nixed me out of her life because I wouldn't speak to my father instead of asking me why. So right. it's like, those are the things like you can't do that kind of shit to people. You know what I mean? Oh
1: when we know, you know, this is the thing where I really challenge people, like, to evaluate the time they spend on what level of friendships that they have, you know, because there are a lot of people that take up our time that don't give back what, what we put in. And I know, like, it can feel like particularly frustrating and lonely around the holidays when you're experiencing some of that. So, like, You know, let's like talk in with our friends a little bit, check in with each other, remind each other, you know. Yeah,
0: like just because you're having a really wonderful family dinner with your family and friends or your chosen family and friends doesn't mean that everybody else out there is. So maybe like keep it eye peeled and keep your ears
1: out for like your actual friends and check in with them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And look for the person in your life that has the least amount of power right now at this season. You know what I mean? That person with the least amount of resources, the least amount of voice. You know, and fucking remind them that you're you're fucking busy. Like this isn't a shaming. Like fucking life happens. If fucking work happens, fucking family dramas, relationships, it drags us every which way. But like, fuck. Let's like, if if we do anything in this, tis the season. Fucking hypocrisy that's going on. Let's well, take- my
0: biggest thing is, would you rather take five minutes out of your day to check in on somebody than later find out that. A person you for, you didn't check in on yeah. has hurt themselves or is in pain or something. You know what I mean?
1: Because what it could have shit us will keep you fucking drowning for a long fucking time when that shit happens. You know, I've seen too many people, even the people that I've cared about, who have decided to take a exit from the game. Um, but the people that haven't, like I see. You know me, I like to look at people's eyes, you know, and just like kind of like gauge at least what they're, I feel like people's general like story happens in their eyes somehow, right? You know, and this time of year, the forlorn looks and like the melancholy, I, I see it on, you know, not people when they're in groups cause you know, social is good. It can fucking cheer people up. Those in between moments where you're like, wow, man that's some sad eyes you got going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah wounded is a thing too so like you know like let's let's just check in on each other you know like we we've been talking a lot lately and like having a lot of conversations about you know We've got a lot of, of stories in the family and the general, like, had it fucking rough family that, like, people don't hear about. And, like, I think in general, people think everybody overall is okay, you know? And that the rest of us are somehow living in the, like, outside of the, <laughs> the norm, right? But, like,
0: Well, think- people want to think, like, everybody's okay unless they say that they're not. hmm and that's because people just don't want to carry around the guilt or burden of I didn't ask or I didn't
1: know or I should have known or whatever it is, you know or I didn't pay attention I didn't notice that so and so hadn't really seemed like that into anything right now and seemed kind of off and sad, you know I mean, if you don't know somebody, you don't know somebody but like, you know the ones that we're close to we know when shit's off with them you know and I mean, I know I'm coming from a very queer perspective here, because some people are probably like, how much fucking time do you spend with your friends?
0: <laughs> well, we we have chosen family a, a right. lot, you know, like we, yes, we have relatives in our lives that we still associate with, but a lot of our friends are our chosen family. Right. You road. have Jamie, for example. I have Juby, for example. I have Gabby, for example. You have, you know, I'm not going to name all of our friends on our podcast, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's just, you know, there's chosen family and those are the people that you know, are not blood related is what I'm trying to say.
1: Well, and that's the thing, you know, like since a lot of us come from, you know, like I, I've been saying like we're the little lost misfits. That uh, Like if we're lucky, we, we find our little tribe and, you know, there are romantic partners that are in that tribe. And a lot of us come to those partners because they also are the misfit types and they need a family and they need people to care about them and, and say, Hey, what's going on every once in a while, and just to re- remind them that they're like they have a purpose in the world (laughs) you know it don't have to be a big purpose like people is a pretty goddamn good purpose to exist for I have to say not all of them but the ones that are in your circle and 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 care for you and think about you and 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 want to hear from you you know all
0: of this to say I will be celebrating Christmas home alone by myself so everybody think of me and my Venmo is Felicia Rose Roth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't know to ask if like, like, like you <sighs> be alone or is this a good opportunity to make content? <laughs> so, like...
0: No, I mean, I just don't. I had plans with my ex and then my ex canceled those plans. So <laughs> I don't have plans anymore. My family goes to Australia, so I don't have anything to do for the holidays.
1: Well, you know, my atheist ass takes a long time to decide whether I'm doing anything for a particular.
0: Well, I used to do like a little party at the house, and then I met my ex at that party, and then I don't know. I just don't really want to celebrate this year. But like also. I'm just saying, like, those are one of those days where it's like, yeah, even I'm alone. Everybody's always, you're so social. I'm not social. Right. I will be alone on Christmas, for example. You know, those are the people not to forget. Just because right. you think your friend is strong and social and has lots of friends doesn't mean that's true. Right. Just because they yeah. put something out online doesn't mean it's motherfucker true. Is my point. Right.
1: Well, and as far as the holidays, I, I'm, like, not one of those people that's, like, don't be alone. But, like, know what you can handle if you think you should be around some people so you don't get super dark. Be around some fucking people. If you're, like, I want to tap out of this day and make it a fucking Netflix and chill day or whatever the kids are calling it these days kind of shit, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just take care of myself and pamper myself or whatever. And a little like, self-care exactly because like let's face it like you know in general most of us in modern times don't like actually get to spend a lot of time with our family so when we see them like you know anything and everything has come up over the years of which you're like shit i don't want to do that again next
0: year yeah yeah gross but i hate like any kind of holiday obligation crap it's so weird well, so you
1: know, that it's like, like, I let's, be real. let's be real with the normies. Like, y'all use the holidays as your, like, two or three times a year to get really fucked up. And y'all tend to say... Oh, I thought you were going to say to, like, do laundry.
0: I was like, yeah.
1: Uh, well, yeah, oh, no, it's a great day to do laundry. Like <laughs> I would, like, bring it to your parents' house.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm thinking nobody will be using the washer in my building. <laughs> right, well, that too. But you know, like, you know, it, it, it tends to be like somebody says something fucking awkward and drunk, and like, you know, some trauma is brought up or some past, like, whatever drama. Of the family is brought up and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe nobody's let go of this yet. See, that's why you got to drink more than just the holidays to kind of like even that shit.
0: I'm dead. This is (laughs) the worst PSA ever. Uh, (laughs) uh, Stay fucked up all year around
1: (laughs) and then you're going to be fine. Well, then you're really dealing with your shit, right? Nah. (laughs) I had
0: had sex with somebody. That was cool. That's all I wanted to say
1: about it. What, what's a good sex?
0: Definitely, like, awkward and shy. Uh-huh.
1: Nice.
0: But, like, in a cute way? I don't know. I don't fucking <laughs> like, know. Was... I'm like, nice. I like. Actually... Was... Okay, I'll say this. It was super... I'm super not an unexpected sex person, or I am. Like, like the last time I had a gay bag was, like, randomly after a thing one night, you know? Like, totally right. unplanned, right? right but right, also, right. like, in between that is extremely not just sporadic like I can't just call like I used to just call people over and be like come fuck me I don't know who you are but now it's like now or like I would just assume any guy I would hang out with or any new girl that was even remotely queer that would hang out with we're definitely gonna bone I would always assume that right but like not in my like elder years I'm just like the assumption is I don't I'm not going to so like remember back in the day, I can't say the exact situation, but you'll know what I'm talking about. Remember back in the day, that time where I was like, should I shave? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, no, it's not going to happen. And you were like, yes, it's going to. And then I did. And it did happen. You know, it was that really unrealistic situation, but it happened. (laughs) So like that was back in the, like back in the day, like I would, I would just, just in case be like, I'm going to shave just in case. And this time I was like, not even it wasn't even on my brain of like a possibility though intrigued by said person was not even like hanging out as friends like nothing like I don't know just didn't even think it was like a group thing I don't know I just didn't think it was gonna be a thing and it was then (laughs) and then it happened and I was like whoa I'm so confused it has yeah, happened or is happening. I was confused while it was happening, before it happened, and after it happened, just because I was like, uh uh, really? <laughs> it's was one of those things. My brain wasn't mentally prepared, and neither were my legs, my chocha. I wasn't shaved. Ugh, it's terrible.
1: <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I only
0: had like an Italian five o'clock shadow in my chocha area, but still, it was just like, I was <laughs> not prepared.
1: Very weird. I like the Italian five o'clock shadow. That's... I feel like that yeah that's a
0: good aka like three days worth for a regular person so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways so yeah that's my story is that i had unexpected sex and it was cool and that's it i like that story i like yeah it I... was not ni- it was nice that's why i wanted to share because it was different for me it was yeah. very like out of my normal comfort zone of lately because lately i'm just not even comfortable in general and they were like super attractive. Like, I think I'm totally like, they're totally out of my league. Like I'm not anywhere near them. Like if I were to give myself a number, it'd be like a six and they're like a 12 on a scale of one to 10. So I was just like, what? You know, (laughs) especially when you find that out in person, like it's one thing, like the one time I fucked like a super famous person, I like found out online. So I had like the geek out moment of like, he likes me like uh, like you know to myself in my house like shrieking to like my best friend i wasn't like having to handle that information in front of someone's face like two inches from it so it was like i don't know it was one of those moments
1: where i was like what the fuck i'm staring at your sorry um i'm staring (laughs) i'm staring at your skype icon and i am like in in your bubble bath yeah oh is that my bathroom
0: yeah, I was, remember oh, I made mean, okay. some, like, bathtub videos and some piss play videos in your tub.
1: What is on your nipples?
0: Oh, I put... I think it was because it was, like, during St. Patrick's Day, so I put uh, shamrocks on it or something. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <laughs> or I just, like, liked how they looked over it. That,
1: I don't know. That clears it up. Because i am like, been sitting here, I'm like, are they frogs? Cause, like oh,
0: frogs I, would be cute. Frog I, nipples I, are cool.
1: I can't see it, like, larger for whatever reason, but, like... I could see that it was green, so shamrocks make a lot of sense.
0: I don't know why it was that that I chose, but here we are having that conversation now, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I miss you. And I was just, like, I was, like, thinking that I've been trying to, like, not freak out about, like the spontaneous, like, mess I am of, like, trying to switch jobs and, like, flip my whole world upside down and, you know, not doing it the best possible way one could do.
0: (laughs) Well, a.k.a. our lives, yeah.
1: But it's, like, you know, I don't know if I've just gotten, like, like, to the point where, like, whatever, like, fallout from decisions I make, like can fucking get through it so i just kind of taking it for granted or if i'm like i've got a good plan you know like i'm like amazed that like in my 40s i'm still like second guessing every choice you make you know like and that is the kind of that's kind of the like insecurity this like living on the outside of the status quo fucking normie bullshit like one of the side effects that affords you is like some level of self-doubt at all times.
0: Yeah. But like, fuck that.
1: I know. I know. But that's why you like gather your tribe around and be like, Hey, remind me like, why don't we do that? Cause we don't want to be in minivans and velour suits. Okay, cool. I just needed to like,
0: honestly, like I got you through a year and a half of complete unemployment and unsureness I mean, yeah. I didn't financially get you through it, but I, like, I I tried to help where I could. You know what I mean? Uh, like, we'll figure it the fuck out. Don't even you worry. emotionally had my back, like, like. I don't know a single person right now that's employed in New York City. Everybody is unemployed. They've all been let go from their jobs, which is another big piece of the pie because right, unfortunately yeah. along with the holidays comes layoff season because everybody needs to clean up their books for the new fiscal year so that that way they can begin hiring season in January right. and they have the funds to do so. And, and everybody knows it looks good to have less people on your books for the year end. You know what I mean? So like that's happening a lot. So check yeah. on your friends that don't have jobs right now. Yeah, they're like, you know, I know. That.
1: Which is, like, why I sit here and I'm just like, fuck, you know? You know me. Like, I don't want any of my friends to have jobs because, like... Hey, me neither. You know how fucking awful it is. If I
0: had, like, 10 grand right now, I'd make sure all of my friends wouldn't need to get jobs because I'd start up exactly what I wanted to do with, you know? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Which is why, like, I'm compelled to get the fuck out of what I'm doing because I'm never going to, like figure out that goal if I don't fucking switch what I'm doing. And that goal is to start throwing money at our little fucking tribe so we can grow a bigger fucking tribe. All
0: right. Can, you're really making it. we are making us sound like conspiracy theorists and a cult at the same time. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> the man is coming
1: after us with their fingerprints
0: and also our tribe. <laughs> like It's Jesus Christ, no,
1: dude. We're nothing more than a cult of personality. But like, you know
0: fucking jones town over here yeah and lastly i just want to say that vibrators really do help you work your knots out of your back if it's in a weird
1: spot so okay charge them up you used your vibrator to get it like for a back massager
0: yeah because like you know how like you need to target your knots like vibration (laughs) helps that and if you could like turn it up all the way like really works it out i'm about to charge some up for the (laughs) night right now
1: you know it makes a lot of sense because like people have been using those back massagers as vibrators for like you know, yeah for exactly since they first came out i think
0: so. I have this really bad knot that is now like shooting pain through like my c4 i'm gonna fucking kill myself uh, i'm losing it I'm naming bones over here. Like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, girl, that's not good. That's not good. I've been watching too much TV because I'm sick at home. <laughs> yeah. I don't so know. I just want to tell everybody that chemical pink eye is a fucking thing, and don't spray your goddamn spray in my goddamn presence, or I will murder you. Because I will have fucking pink eye.
1: <laughs> that sucks, I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to die. Sorry. Well, everything I, hurts. I should, I should like, you know, let you go, but like, you know, you were sick and we had to talk. So everybody who's listening, yeah.
0: So, oh, also for the holidays, for the New York area. I mean, if you need a friend to reach out to, just make sure you just say like in your first line. That way, I I snag it because my DMs exploded. I'm sorry for anybody I missed, but always feel free to just annoy me, bump it, be like, hey, hello, look at my message, you know, because sometimes it literally gets lost that quick. But if anybody needs a friend to reach out to or someone to talk to during the holidays, I'm around. I'm also around the New York area if people need, like, physical human interaction. So I'll be around, like, the 24th, 5th, and 6th. So reach out if you need me. I'll probably at least have some people
1: over or do some drinks or something. So. And same Hit thing. Like, I get about three messages a year. So, like, yeah, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Feel free.
0: that's actually a really good way to get to me if you really urgently need me, as best as <laughs> like Aaron. And then Aaron will see it and that's he'll get so to me.
1: Like, no, I usually get like all your bisexual male fans who like send me their dick pics. Oh, like, uh, that's cool. Yeah. I hope with consent because that's not cool otherwise. You know, I, I think it's always been with consent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. consent
0: matters it doesn't matter if you're sending it to a guy or girl hey. um and yeah. then lastly i get to do i next week you know that srg universe like wrestling card game thing that also turned into like a cartoon and they have like i think i told you this i did a voiceover i did voiceover work for one of the cartoon okay. characters which is like the sexy looking fox slash woman and we i get to do a live like in studio reading on tuesday with like the other characters so I get to do that, like, nice. earth-shattering, like, ear-curdling, whatever the word is. Uh, That's <laughs> <ruined. So, laughs> Ear-curdling is not the word. I get to do right. that. I'm so delirious. I'm on bad Advil PM and thorough <laughs> flu right now. So the fact that I even <laughs> got a word out that made sense, whatever. But, yeah, so I'm really excited to do that. That's going to be fun. That's awesome. I hope I, like, break a glass in the room. well Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of the screw podcast where we talk about nonsense politics my pussy and once in a while jacket off and dude's hair our psa for this week is do not come in a girl's eye if she's wearing fake eyelashes because it will temporarily blind her the glue and the cub sticks together to create some gelatinous hellish substance that also can create pink eye that's all i have for you today kids
1: Peace. thanks for tuning
0: in